So I'm not even going to waste a lot of time. We're going to jump right back. And for the sake of context, so we're having a conversation about the origins of I Am and I Am Live and how Radio Pulpit has made this huge effort to be relevant to young people and to create content that can resonate with the younger generation and the younger audience. So Danny as well as Charles, are, are, are stepping into reminding us why it's important for Christian content to continue to be relevant to us um, and to continue, not just us, because we, we, we're millennials, you know, we're slowly approaching that, you know, that, 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 that side of life where we're going to start being considered the otopies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're slowly, slowly approaching that that um, line. Uh, but right now, we're still young. We're hip. We're relevant. You should see how Danny's dressed. You know, we'll probably post some pictures as well. I was just taking some pictures of him right now. Um, but we are still at that level. But one day we will be. We will cross over. And I think one thing that we would like to leave is an understanding of just why it's important for us to be relevant whenever we create our Christian content, whenever we build our churches, you must remember that it's important for you to reach young people in a way that resonates with them. Mm-hmm. When, Yeah, you know what I mean? And I'm going to leave it to you guys to step into what exactly that means. So just to remind you, Danny, you were telling us about a performance you were doing um, and, and the, well, when first of all, you, you stepped into how you were reached to um, mm-hmm. and then you were talking about a performance you were doing and the young kids uh, loved what you were doing and you told them that they could come listen on Radio Pulpit, but they felt that Radio Pulpit at the time didn't cater to them um, so let's let's go from there yes and um, so I'm going to schools mm. we're using Christian hip-hop as a medium mm. and you know children are, are connecting you come back you tell them look um, listen to me I'm on this station and at that time I wasn't even at, at radio pulpit but the, the, they will listen and you know, the feedback was just like, you guys are not catering for us. Mm. And the more I heard that, the more it, it bothered me, uh, given because I knew I'm called to a younger generation. Yes, um, I connect with my own age group and those who are older, but who is going to look out for the younger people? And Sadly, most radio stations have to consider the fact that it's the older people who financially can carry an an organization, you know. So for them to cater for the youngsters will actually Mm. be financial suicide Mm. because it it just cannot work. So at at, at that point, I even left Christian radio, but um, I was depressed because... For me, radio is for the gospel. If, if not for the gospel, it, it doesn't make sense. And it's at that point that uh, a friend of mine who knew my heart uh, began to tell me about the vision mm-hmm. uh, for I Am Radio. And I remember just when we met with Charles and he at that time uh, was sharing with me how you know, he'd overcome things like depression and he wanted to go into schools, you know, and let us reach out, you know. Mm, mm. And then we did it. I think our first school with Charles was like a, a very African school. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that, Charles. And uh, I was speaking and... Uh, 
I just came there and I was like, hello everyone, uh, may Afrikaans is by a lacquer. Do you remember this, Sean? Yeah, man, that was it. It was at, uh, I can't remember the school's name, but it was a school in Bronco Spray. In Bronco, yes. Spray, yes somewhere yes. around there. Yes, because yes, we took Dalmas Road to get there. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> so that, Bronco. Though, those experiences for me and being there with Shaw and the convos we would have on the way, you know, and I'd really love Shaw to also. You know, just continue from here. Mm. But Shal had this vision of us going to schools. Yeah. And, man, the impact we were having was just breathtaking. So, yeah, that's like the, the, the next level because now there, there is demanding, and which is a good demand, for, for, for Christian radio to have content that is relevant to younger people, right? Mm. And then now Shal is taking it an even a step further Let's go to where the youth is. Um, and I'm going to hand over to you, Shal, in just a sec. But what I want to do right now is um, just to remind you, wherever you are, if you want to chime in, if you want to give us your perspective on what do you think, why is it important for us to be able to bring the gospel to young people and how do you feel we can do that um, or if there's something you're doing to be to make the gospel more you know attractive and appealing to young people let us know share your views share your thoughts ask us questions maybe there's something that you need clarity on remember that right here actually we have two people who are um, 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 very very seasoned counselors so yes. both Danny and Charles are actually uh, in that ministry of counseling both marriages and young people they're very good at that so if you want to hit us up hit us up with a question if it is something that needs a bit more of a counseling response we will not mention your name we will just read out the question and then give the response so the whatsapp number is very simple it is 0826572729 that is the whatsapp number 0826572729 um, and then also, if you want to send an SMS, uh, remember that uh, the SMS cost will differ. I think it's one rand fifty. Um, it is three seven eight seven one. Um, three seven eight seven one. You don't need to add an O eight something. Just send us your 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 SMS and then use the number three seven eight seven one. So, shall uh, take us into why you saw the vision to actually step into visiting and connecting with young people at schools what what happened is we we started with the online radio station which we streamed and i remember clearly one morning that at that stage the the managing director of radio pulpit came into my office and he said he switched on i am that morning and he loved it mm. and i realized we're sitting with a problem because i'm sitting with a 60 year old gentleman that loves the music that we're streaming <laughs> So there's, a, so there's a disconnect. So I, I realized what you mean. in actual fact, um, he thought he was complimenting me, and it was meant as a sincere compliment at that stage. But unfortunately, it meant that we were missing what we were trying to achieve. Mm. Um, we wow. should, I don't want to say offend him, but he should not want to listen to it. So mm. we changed it. And that's, I got Danny then involved. He hooked us up with a lot, a lot of Christian, proper Christian hip hop music. Uh, we started playing Christian hip hop. He, the managing director, that's that started complaining about the music, and then we knew, listen, we're heading in the correct space. <laughs> but now, this is right. Now, 
<laughs> yeah, you see, and then then we started realizing that, but we this is such a niche market that no one actually knows about it. We need to go out, and it, it initially started as a branding initiative. Let's go out to schools and tell them that there is this radio station that they can listen to, and a value-added benefit of that is the fact that they can get counseling because we will obviously advertise the counseling on WhatsApp mm. through that enterprise then at that stage. But I realized that the main focus of I am, and that's where we got the name from as well is the fact that young people are struggling with a need of identity they do not know where they are who they are what they're trying to achieve you know that origin meaning morality destiny those four things that every person should be able to answer for themselves yeah most people most high school students at that stage were unable to answer it and then i said but let's go to schools and uh, try and see if we can bring the gospel in a way that it's representable to them because for a very, very long stage, or a long time rather, Radio Pulpit had this vision to bring the gospel into every household in, in, in South Africa in a language that they prefer. And then I made the, the statement to the, um, to the board, actually, at that stage, and I said, listen, but we're not, there's a language that we are missing, and that's the language of young people. Mm-hmm. They're not grasping what we're telling them because they don't want to listen to the way that we are presenting it. So when we go to schools, it should be, well, it, at later stage it became you given, but it was me and Vusi and, and Danny and guys that had a knack of, of talking the way that, that youngsters at that stage or high school students rather would love to listen to. And we had phenomenal feedback because we're presenting the gospel in, in a way that was not usually the way that it was seen. Um, it was loud and I almost want to say we were obnoxious and we were just being... This, this is going to sound strange if I say it, but we were just rude with the gospel, right? We were in the face with Christianity. We were in your face with the type of music that we were playing. We were not backing down. We were not ashamed of who we were, uh, what we were called to be, and 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 that's why me and Danny, one of the most <laughs> one of the most interesting things that we did is we actually went to a a um, what's the correct political correct term now? A correctional facility. Right, yes. but it is a high school, prison high school. If that's the way that these guys were in high school and they were in prison. Do you remember that morning, Dan? I, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and and we went in, and I need to tell this now. We went in, and the first thing that Danny said to me when we came into this big hall, <laughs> he said to me, "Okay, dude. So rule number one of visiting prisons is always make sure that one of the wardens keep you in eye level." Because you don't want them to not see where you are because that's when you get locked up on the inside. <laughs> we need to make sure that they see us so that they know they would remember to let us out. Let's stay here. <laughs> so, so that's the type of things that we did. We, at that stage, we were, uh, in fact, till this day, I'm not aware of other radio stations that, that do that type of thing, that go to high schools specifically to to talk bring the gospel in a in a new language in a, I almost want to say in a TikTok type of language you understand that's what we're doing with I am we're mm, presenting yes. the gospel in such a way that it's relatable because for decades there was a disconnect between the youth and the church um and they thought they needed to choose can I be youthful or can I be a Christian? Because you can't be both. Yeah. Um and we were trying to to bridge that gap and to make that chasm a bit closer. Or smaller, rather. Yeah, yeah, no, that that really gives a lot of context uh, to why the school visits, and I love them. I love I love the idea of the school visits, um, especially because 
the, I've, I've, I know I realized when we went to when I went to the first hash uh, the camp that we went to hashtag imagine yeah. that there is a deeper connection. Um, I, I, I don't know if, if I'm going to phrase this correctly. Right. There is something about young people. They may pretend like they think older people are, are not cool, but there's something that they love about you coming to their environment. They really, really love that, right? When you actually, um, in I think in English you would use the word appease. Yes. Uh, when you, you know there's um, uh, there's there's a word that that actually it's like a proper term in English. If if I come to buy something from your business, um, um, it, it it's actually well, what's the word in in Zulu? We would say ziba. Um, in English, it is, I'll remember the term. When yeah. I first heard it, actually, I was like, wait, that actually sounds rude. Because <laughs> when you, ukziba actually means like, you know, when you take a pacifier and you put it in a baby's mouth so that they won't, they'll stop crying. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, that's, that's basically what you're doing. That's what it wow. directly means. Yeah. So, but anyways, so that's what you're basically doing when you're existing in their space. It's mm-hmm. like you're, you want to understand me. Mm-hmm. Um, it means a lot to them. It really means a lot mm-hmm. to them because kids exist in, in, in adults, in an adult's world. Yes. That's that's the world they live yes. in. There's nothing they can do about it. Mm. Um, but now, now I want to find out from the perspective. This time I'm going to start with you, Shal. And I think I always do this to Shal. And I think he, he expects it now. <laughs> and I, I'm sure you know what I'm about to say. So both of you are parents, right? And I want to know what kind of world do you want to see your children grow up in in terms of content right in terms of content that accommodates them because i'm sure now the idea before the thought of uh, christian music and making it packaging it for youngsters was not as much of a reality as it is now you know because we know we grew up on content mm. content is a big mm. part of our cult, modern culture like i can tell you i used to watch conan tarzan <laughs> you know i remember there was xena i think her name was xena yeah, you yes, know yes, yes. power rangers, rangers. <laughs> <laughs> you see what i mean like there's literally literally been so we we literally have even if we'd never met we can sit down and have conversations on those things yes. so content is very important right not to obsess over it or anything so then um uh, charles starting with you um how important is it for your kids to grow up in a world that can relate to them dude i think it's of the utmost importance because i think we we want to stir them up emotionally without training them up intellectually Mm. and that's the type of content that i would love for for christianity and the church specifically to to start developing uh because we you you get like for instance, and I don't want to name and shame the church now, but we you get Jesus culture type of music which stirs up a lot of emotions, but there's nothing per se intellectual and about it. You don't think about Jesus culture worship. You understand what I mean? It's an experience. Yeah. They in fact called it the Jesus culture experience when they do their tours, um, but there's no message being delivered. There's nothing like that. Um, so. I, I would like in a world that there's content in the world that I am exist that we would be able to reach people with Christian music that's relevant that's that's not watered down it's not diluted it's proper content uh, music for instance and then with a message that is wholesome that is something that you want to 
think about, that you need to consider for yourself because the youth that we are currently facing the world is they are thinking a lot more, I think, than what we were thinking when we were in high school. Mm. Um, because they are inundated with information. They are inundated about information with regards to for all practical matters. The COVID vaccine, global warming, uh, the left versus the right, Democrats, Republicans, who's mm. the president of South Africa, all those things. High school students are nowadays thinking about these things, mm. which we never were. We were thinking about Hercules and Xena and <laughs> Power Rangers, right? Yeah. Uh, even up until high school stage for people like myself. And SpongeBob, man, I watched SpongeBob until very late in my life, <laughs> right? So that's the type of content that I think that we need to put out. We need to put out content that is just as much emotion in it as that there's uh, intelligence in it. Mm. Well thought out of... Uh, content, content that will start grasping the the total effectivity of the gospel by means of reasoning, reasonable thinking, not only logical thinking, but reasoned, well thought out content. Mm. That's the content that I would like to deliver. Mm. Danny, what's your thought? So, in my house currently, I've got two toddlers, mm-hmm. um, a five-year-old and a four-year-old. My son is actually three, but he's turning four. And at some point, the Lord told me to be intentional about the content that they watch, okay? Mm, mm. And um, at that point, my my daughter was about a year year old, Mm -hmm. a year, a few months. My son was just born, you know? So we started making sure they watched things that were educational. Oh, yeah. What ended up happening is my son, from... From the time he started speaking, he knew the alphabet. Wow. You know, right now he's three. He reads fluently. Wow. You know, because Mm. that's the info that he grew up on. And at some point, the Lord spoke to us again and was like, okay, now now that they understand and they can grasp the information, Mm. you have to now cater it to also being spiritual. So what we would do is uh, the rule at our house is from from um, six p.m. Mm-hmm. We only watch godly stuff, oh. you know, and that caters to them. So, mm. and what's been happening now, given is sometimes our children will have convos with us where we like, where did they get that from? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other day uh, we were going somewhere and. My daughter just said, you know, we need to pray as a family, mm. you know. And now mm. whenever we're together, my son will always acknowledge that, hey, look, guys, we're a family, you know. Mm. So I I feel like just like those children I cater to on platforms like YouTube um, mm-hmm. or something like Veggie Tales, where back in the day it wasn't so nice. Mm. But now on Netflix, they've... They've revamped it. It looks good. It's it's just, it's speaking to that age group. Exactly. I want to see the teenagers cater to. Mm. Just like PlayStation pumps money into making sure those children are addicted, you know, playing those games. We need to do the same with Christian content. And it's not about being corny. It's not about trying too hard. Mm. But it's really about being relevant to that age. Um, I saw an SMS here, which I just said, wow. There's someone who said, I'm a veteran listener 
mm-hmm. of uh, Radio Pulpit. I've been listening since 1975. Wow. And I'm thinking, wow. Wow. What did they cater to that person then, in yeah. 1975? Yeah. How are we going to cater to a person who is is now here in 2020? Mm. And how do we cater to the old Mm-hmm. And still bring in the new, mm. you know, mm. and just the the grace, because I feel like sometimes we don't have grace for each other. True, you know, if you're playing something that's a bit young, all the people, oh yeah, this music is not is not good anymore. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> when you read up on it, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you guys are aware, but when churches started playing guitars mm-hmm. in in the mm-hmm. music during worship. It was seen as a sin. Imagine. These guys are sinning. How can they have the same electric guitar in church that That's the rock and used. roll guys mm. are playing? Mm. <laughs> but today you have Satan's Hills. weapon of choice. Satan's that, that weapon. Actually, <laughs> are you serious? Yes, that's what it was used to refer to the electric guitar, Satan's weapon of choice. Look at that. Sure. <laughs> you, you understand? And today, if you. The, the 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 same people who are okay with guitars, mm. when they hear what the the new generation's listening to, let's say if it, the music is banging, uh, yeah, no, this this sounds more like hip hop. This sounds more like the world. Yeah, yeah. So it's just the same thing rehappening, mm. and we we need to stop that. We need to realize, whoa, wait a minute. It's not that it's bad music. Mm-hmm. It's just that it doesn't cater to me. Mm. But I should be happy that um, we are catering to a generation who would otherwise be lost. Yeah. So let's open our hearts. Let's be more accommodative. And they say, hey, if you want to stay young, <laughs> listen to what the young people are doing. Stay connected yep. to them. Yep. You know that boom, boom, bam, bam will keep <laughs> you dancing. <laughs> You're still hanging out with us right here on Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. It is I Am Live. Tonight, we're having a vastly different show. Uh, we've just gotten into some history of where I Am comes from. And do remember that I Am is a baby that Radio Pulpit birthed uh, to be relevant and to develop young people and youth and to create content that, that resonates with them. And we are um, 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 tasked with that job, right? Um, and so that's what this show exists exists for to be to help young people navigate the modern world and to help you the parent um, to help the parents understand the world that their children are living in and to understand the children themselves better 